Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Wherever you are, welcome aboard the Championship Express. My name's Jamie. My name's Rob. And this is a Championship Fantasy Football podcast dedicated to the game, Gaffer. Welcome aboard. Hello everybody, welcome aboard the Championship Express. I'm your host Jamie. I'm joined by our regular Rob. How are you, Rob? Spot on Jamie, thank you. How about yourself? Yeah, not bad. I see that quite like too formal. Like it's it's proper scripted that bit, doesn't it? It doesn't sound natural because it's awkward just to introduce you every week because everyone knows it's you and I don't really care how you're doing. It's just something you have to say, isn't it? <laughs> just a, just the initial back and forth, I. Yeah, but yeah, it's us again. Um, we're here for a double game week special, or in Rotherham's case, a triple game week special. So for the usual listeners, this one's going to be a bit different. We're not going to do the match-by-match review. We're literally going to go straight into how we did, and then we're just going to focus on the teams that are doubling on 41, because we know that's all you give a shit about. Once we've had a look through them, Rob's had four teams. I've had three to look at. Um Rob's is probably going to be a lot more detailed than mine, so sorry for that, listeners. Once we've done that, we're then going to combine a free hit team. No budget. Just going to see what team we could get with the teams that are doubling between us. So there might be some disagreements in there, I bet. We'll then get on to listeners' questions, and then we'll let you know our plans for game week 41. So, Rob, let's get straight into it. I'll let you go first. How did game week 40 go for you? Like most of the community, I was sat on next to no points on Saturday um, after I benched Begovic's 15-point haul. Oh, that was a bit of a killer. Didn't even know he'd saved the penalty at first until I looked at uh, looked at the, the points total. But I ended up on 111, thanks to Pookie, Buendia and Cantwell. Again, saving the day, that's like... What's that? Got me 74 points between the three of them with Pookie captain. And the rest of it was pretty average. Lovely. Where's that put you up to now? It was so that Green Arrow. Uh, green Arrow, one place, 27 to 26. One place Green Arrow with over 100 points. 111, aye. Yeah, the problem was, <laughs> I mean, you had the, probably a differential with Cantwell there, but it's like Pookie, everybody had him. And, well, I was quite yeah. frustrated that. Probably me being a mod artist. <clears throat> the captain and vice captain. Um, I captain Pookie, but a vice captain Tony. But the ones who captain yes, Tony and vice captain Pookie, they haven't really lost out much. And I don't like that. I think there should be more of a swing. But then am I right, just being a mod artist? 10 points there, haven't they? Uh, it's, it's 10 points. It's valuable. Um, minus the minus Tony's two, uh, one point. So now I'm, Nine or ten points. I think it's not negligible, but I'd like if it went to like normal next season. I think because if you've captain Tony this week, you've lost out big time by not captain Pookie. Like it could go mm. for you on another week, go against you mm. the next. I don't know. That might just be the frame of mind I'm in because I've had a fucking shocker 
and it's all my own fault. I can't blame this on anyone. So, listeners, most of you are probably aware what I've done, but dickhead here heard that Buendia might not play because he got the kick um, the shit kicked out of him against Preston. So instead of just thinking what I should have done, oh, and everybody's got him anyway, I'll just, if he gets benched, I'll just have someone come on for him. No, not me. I had to sell him for Dan Juma, which isn't that bad because I wanted Dan Juma anyway, but I should have sold Powell for him. So yeah, I lost that on Buendia's points. I ended up on 87, Pookie captain, Saar and Dan Juma, 11 pointers. Um, everybody else, just the fours in defence. Yeah. Um, I played Dieng instead of Stockdale, which I don't think was the wrong thing to do. It's easy to see in hindsight, but Stockdale with an eight-pointer on my bench. Um, no red arrow. I am still fourth, just about Bruno. Joe Amrabatman in fifth. He had a good week, so he's gone 29 points behind me now. So, yeah, it's game on. It's exciting. And there's going to be quite a few boosts this week, so you're looking over your shoulder as well. Yeah, definitely. I think I said that last week as well because, yeah, I'm fourth, but I'm miles behind the top two now. Sean and third slipped away from me a little bit now. He is 26, 28 points ahead of me. But I'm on three, one, seven, four, and fourth. And Rob Pick in 10th is only 50 points behind me. Mm. So two weeks' time, I could be out the top 10. So, yeah, I'd say for a bit of what comes my way. But that's our game week's Rob. We will now get into the doublers of game week 41. So, for the listeners, Rob, what four teams have you had a look at? So, I've got Bournemouth, who've got Coventry and Huddersfield, which looks good on paper. I've got Coventry, who have Bournemouth and Rotherham, which is a mixed bag. I've got Huddersfield, who are playing Rotherham and Bournemouth. They've just done And finally, QPR, who've got Chef Wed and Rotherham, which looks like green lights. Yeah, so you've had a look at them four teams then. I've got Swansea, Sheffield Wednesday and Rotherham. So, as you probably already know, Rob's had a look at his teams. It's going to be very static because that's what he does, so that'll come in useful for you. I I haven't got the capacity to do that. So, I've had a look at my three teams and just try to pick out a player for each position who's probably going to be the most nailed because the last thing we want to do is bring in a player for this double game week and they're a rotation risk. And I know we can't predict it, but I've tried my best to see who is the most nailed. So, do you want, I'll go first, Rob. I'll go through my three teams because everybody's going to want to listen to yours more, so we'll save yours to last. So, first team up for me is Swansea. Their double is Millwall and Sheffield Wednesday. Um, their form in the last four is quite concerning. They've lost four in a row. They scored no goals and conceded six, so it's not ideal. And the fixtures for after the double are Wickham, QPR, Reading, Derby and Watford. So just looking at that, Rob, that's quite a mixed bag, really. And it's their form and then the fixtures are mixed. It's not ideal, is it? It's pretty shocking. Ruts Swansea is at 23rd for points picked up over the last six game weeks. It's horrendous. Yeah, it's a bad run, bad run. So, um, goalkeepers, I've, I've chosen a goalkeeper for each team. Um, I've only done this because I know there will be a few people this week playing Jeepers Keepers. Um, so, I've just had a look at the goalkeepers, so you can make a decision off that. 
Um, Swansea, very easy. Woodman, he's 6.8 million. He's got 194 points this season. He started 38 games of 18 clean sheets and he's averaging 2.1 saves per game. So 2.1 saves per game is all right because that's what we're looking at at the others when we all played Jeepers Keepers the other week. But 6.8 million, it's a bit expensive, isn't it? It is when they're not delivering. That's just not good enough, is it? That I mean, where's it gone? I know they. I noticed they went to a back four as well, so that's unlikely to help their uh, defence. Yeah, if I had Woodman already, uh, I wouldn't have no hesitation in playing him for the cheapest keepers. I wouldn't sell him for it, but if I hadn't got him, I wouldn't be bringing them in. Defenders. So what I'm trying to do, listeners, is just um, one player per position. So. I've picked a nailed one who I'd have, and then I've just had a look at one or two others who you could go for if you're looking for a punt, maybe. So, defender for Swansea, everybody's already got him anyway. Connor Roberts, 7.9 million, 271 points. He started 39 games. He's got four goals and five assists. So, we've all got him. So, for those who want to double up on Swansea defense, he is what we've got. So, Bidwell is at 7.5 million. And Manny's, Manning is 5.4, but he's classified as a midfielder. So Bidwell's your left-back option. The only issue here is they both started two games in the last four, two yeah. games each. So are you going to risk Bidwell at 7.5 million? I wouldn't do it myself. So I think I'd look elsewhere. So you've got four more options in the Swansea defence. You've got Kyle Norton at 6.2. He plays right centre-back when they play in um, a back five, but they did play in a back four against Preston in the last game, so he dropped to the bench. So it's not ideal now they've just switched formation because Lee Bowie said when they when they beat him, it was easy to um, prepare for because they haven't changed system all season. They then go and change system the next game, so is that going to be a reoccurring thing now? Will they play a back four or a back five? So my advice on Norton would be avoid just in case they play a back four. Um, Bennett, he's 6.4 million. He plays in the middle of the back three and a back five, but he was also benched for the game against Preston. So again, I wouldn't take that risk in case they play a back four. Cabango came back in the team um, for the Preston game. He's 5.8 million, but he's only played one in the last four. So when they've played a back five, he hasn't played in them last four games. So... Yeah, I wouldn't risk that. So the only other one for me is if you are looking to double up, it would be Gay at 5.3 million. He missed the Bournemouth game, but he started the last three as a left centre-back in a five, and then he played the left-hand side in the back four. So he does look like he'll play in either formation. So my picks are Connor Roberts and Gay for a double-up if you want to go on that double-up now, going by their form. Uh, midfielders. Um, pretty straightforward here. Conor Huran, 7.8 million, 69 points. He started 13 from his 14 games. He's got five goals and one assist. So he obviously joined late in the winter transfer window. He's nailed. He's probably the only decent option in midfield. You've got Jamal Lowe at 7.1. He's a striker, really, classified as midfield. Um, he's played up front with IU, but he has played wide left when they've gone to a back four like against Preston. Mm. He's got nine goals and no assists this season, um, but his last return was against Barnsley in January. So 
lose one of them, Rob, isn't he? You'd only go if you're taking a punt, really. You're not going to choose him over Huran, are you? Yeah, you know we know all about him. We were excited for him to play up front as a mid. But you're right, the man, the main man is Huran for set pieces, etc. He's got that quality. Lowe's really is flattering to deceive this year, so he's a big avoid. Mm-hmm. Then the only other options are you're scraping the barrel here. Grimes at 6.7, Fulton 6.2. They've only scored four goals between them all season, two each. So, yes, they'll play, but you're not really going to get any returns. So I'd probably leave that one. Strikers then, um, the talisman, Ayu. He's 10.8 million, though, so he is really expensive. 196 points. He started 37, 14 goals and two assists. Like I said, he is a talisman and he does take penalties. But for a team of Swansea's form at the moment, do you want to pay 10.8 million for Ayu? Me personally, I wouldn't. Um, if you wanted to take a punt, though, Whitaker is 4.4 million. He started three games. He hasn't scored in the last four, but he has started three. Um, he played 45 minutes against Bournemouth, though, when he came on. Um, and they missed the Birmingham game. He played on the right-hand side of the front three against Preston, um, but he has played up front. So I don't think I'd do that myself, but it's just an option. If you didn't want to pay 10.8 for IU, you could take a punt there, but it's not. I wouldn't really advise it. Um, I'll get through them now. Sheffield Wednesday. So this is interesting for me. Their doubles, QPR and Swansea. Their last four form is draw, win, loss, win. And their fixtures after the double is Bristol City, Blackburn, Middlesbrough, Forest and Derby. So on paper, really, they are, they are pretty good fixtures. And for the situation they're in where they need wins, I I don't know, I kind of like Sheffield Wednesday. So goalkeeper, if you're looking at cheapest keepers, is Wildsmith. He replaced Westwood and he's played the last three games. He's four million. He started 17 games a season and he's averaging 2.1 saves per game as well. So he could be a decent option if you're looking for a keeper. Defenders, this I struggled a bit here, if I'm honest with you. Um, I'd say the best pick would be Palmer at right back. He is five million though, so that kind of puts me off. Scored 139 points, started 24 games and got one goal, two assists. And if you wanted to take a punt on a cheaper one, I can't say his name, but um, fuck. Um, <laughs> or a guide, I can't. Just look him up on Gaffey, you'll know who I'm on about. He's only 3.9 million and he's replaced Hutchinson in the defence since Hutchinson's injury. So he's played the last three. So if you're looking for someone who looks like he's nailed to start, cheap, easy guy. Um, both for them to really, I don't really advise. But midfield, as it gets interesting, you've got Windass at 6.3 million. He's on 133 points. He started the last four, but he's playing either up front or just behind Jordan Rhodes. And he's got six goals and four assists. The other wild card option is Patterson at 4.4 million. So he's dirt cheap. He started the last three playing up front with Windass. But just be careful. The game Palmer didn't play at right back. Patterson played right wing back against Watford. I think that was just a one off against them. But he is known to play right wing back when he was at Cardiff. So 
Um, but 4.4 million, if he's playing just behind Rhodes with Windass, he could be an option. And then talking of Rhodes, he's my forward, 5.2 million, 93 points. But he scored four goals and got one assist in his last five games. So he's in form. And Sheffield Wednesday need him to score. So he could be a really interesting punt. Last team, Rotherham. I hope you're all still awake. They've got the triple game week. It's Huddersfield, QPR and Coventry. Their form, though, was loss, one, loss, loss. So it's not ideal. And their fixtures after 41, we know they've got another double. Well, two doubles, haven't they? Birmingham, Middlesbrough, Barnsley, Brentford, Blackburn, Wooten and Cardiff. So a lot of people are talking about Rotherham because obviously it's a triple game week, Rob. Um, it's it's attracting, isn't it, when you see a triple game week. But my, my concern for weeks has been if they've got the squad for it and the form shows at the moment, maybe not. But we're going to want one or two of them in, aren't we? Because it's not just this week we want them for, it's the doubles after. So looking at Rotherham, your goalkeeper, there's been a bit of talk in the community about whether Johansson's going to keep his place after his howler. Um, I'll be honest, I can't see why they change the keeper now in the form that they're in. They need to keep a consistent 11 out. So I'd back Johansson to play at 4 million. He's on 64 points. He was randomly dropped for the Watford game, but Rob's seen he was recovering from COVID, so it isn't actually random. Um, but he's played the last three, and he's averaging 2.7 per game in saves, that is. So I think he's a really good pick for the cheapest keepers because you've got three chances of getting saves from him and clean sheet bonuses. So, yeah. Defenders, I had a look... They play back five and they rotate like mad. You've got Giles and Wiles who rotate at left back or left wing back. So I wouldn't go anywhere near them. My pick would be, and I can't say his name either, fucking hell, Iakwe. <laughs> I don't know if I'm close. Um, centre-back, 4.5 million. He's on 136 points. And he's placed right centre-back in the back five and he does play right centre-back in the back four. So he seems nailed. And the alternative is their captain, Wood. Um, he's just come back from suspension, I believe. I have checked that. And from what I can see, he is available for this um, weekend. So Wood's 3.9 million, centre two points. And he's nailed because he's the captain. He'll play centre-back. Um, That's few- worrying. I was going to go for Harding, so where do you sit on him? Harding um, has played... I've just deleted that note as well from the other thing. He's played four out of the last five at right wing back. I didn't include him. I chose Iakwe, whatever his name is, over him, just because that Osa one day played that one game and he does come in randomly for the odd games. Mm. Um, So what I'm thinking with the triple is, is Harding going to play all three? So, yes, if you were if he was guaranteed to play all three, he's definitely the best pick um, for Rotherham. As I said at the beginning, I'd just try and go for the players who are probably the most nailed. True, yeah. yeah. And they're going to get you free appearances. We don't know that's going to happen, but that's the reason I chose them to. But, yeah, Harding would be the best pick if he was nailed. I just don't want to say Harding and then... Hmm. Also, one dude just plays that one game in between or something. Um, oh, midfielders, 
midfielders, I think there's only one option, and I think a lot have gone him already. It's Crooks at 4.5 million. He's on 115 points so far this season. He seems to be the only one who plays every game from the midfield. He either plays as an ace or he can play as a 10 behind Smith in, in Ladapo. So at 4.5 million, you, you've got to go him. Daniel, you could go him, but he randomly got dropped. Was that a fitness thing? I don't know, if I'm honest. So talking of most nailed, I'd go Crooks. And then forwards. So a lot of people are going to go Smith. I've seen that already at 4.5 million. Um, he's on 129 points. He started the last four up front with Ladapo, conveniently. They played two up front. He scored one and he's missed a penalty. So he is on penalties. But at 4.9, 0.4 more, I think Ladapo could be a very good differential if you're going to go Rotherham. He's on 94 points, but he's played up front with Smith in the last four games and got one goal himself. So I think it's a coin toss between them. And I think most will go Smith because uh, he's 0.4 cheaper. But I think Ladapo could be a little bit of a differential. So, yeah, listeners, if you're still awake, they who I think are the most nailed for each position for them three teams. Anything you don't agree with there, Rob? See where you're coming from totally on the, the nailed side of things. Rotherham, I've done the digging on that as well because obviously, like you say, I'm interested too. And I'm coming up with Daniel as my midfield pick. I know you've mentioned him there. Yeah. He's taken three penalties this season. He scored them all. So I'm hoping this... Smith Mace puts it back in, in Daniels. I'd be interested to know if he was on the pitch as well. But he, he's on uh, free kicks, etc. So uh, just appeals to me. When I looked at Rotherham before, do you know when they had the double before? Mm-hmm. Um, he was the one who stood out over Crooks then as well. And I only went Crooks then because he was more nailed about playing more games and it did work out well. But I do agree with Daniel. I'm just getting the last four now. Just um, yeah, I'm, played I've, in the middle I, I against it. Wickham. Yeah, he said he deep then missed the Millwall game. He didn't start the Millwall game. He started. No, he, did. he got 78 minutes. Yeah, the Bristol City game and then the Watford game. He started as well, so he has only missed one. And with the schedule, you know they can't play every game, but I think yeah, Daniel could be a definitely a, a good differential. But if you're looking for dead certs to play, and I think Crook's playing as a 10 as well sometimes helps. It's more appealing. And he has yeah, played up front this season. You're talking me into it. No no problem at all. I'm looking at the heat maps here and I'm thinking Crooks is all over that penalty spot. Somebody Daniel's might be able to correct me as well, Rob. But from memory, when I was looking at him for that, I think it was game week 30 odd, whenever them doubles were. Daniel's on free kicks. I swear he scored a direct yeah, free kick. Might be wrong on that. That's just off my memory. And corners as well. That's what, yeah. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Is three games, if he's averaging one assist every three games for Agon's sake, and he's a performance point magnet, he could he could haul. I might have been talked into Daniel now going um, double Rotherham with Crook. So, yeah. That's I was just looking help. back at the performance points and he's picked up four in, I think, the last two games before week 40. Without doing a thing. Could be easy pickings. Interesting. Right, then, your four teams, Rob, let's hear it. So, kicking off with Bournemouth, alphabetically, um, you've got 
your obvious picks, you've got Danjuma, Solanke, Billing, Brooks and Stanislas, of which we know four tend to play. So Brooks has not been a, a real contender. He's only started one in the last six. Um, and Stanislas is pretty much out of my thinking straight away because he's struggling with injury and he's 9.5. Can't be taking those risks. If you're looking at the holes, Season on the whole, Solanke and Danjuma have got the most goals and assists. You've got 18 goal assists for Solanke and then 16 for Danjuma. But looking at the last three games in isolation where he switched to a 4-2-3-1 with Billing in that number 10, you've got eight goals scored and only one conceded. So any defender you can you can pick up. I like Begovic for security starts. Yeah. The fullbacks are not really attacking. So for me, Pick one and they seem to rotate as well, don't they? The fullback, mm-hmm. yeah. And they're not like you're not playing Rico, who's like an attacking fullback, he's playing like Kelly, who's to me is quite a conservative pick, so it's not that exciting, I don't think. Yeah, what about uh, Billings when Angus was on on the last pod? Um, we spoke about Billing, and I was considering him over Dan Juma. But because he's doing well, he's putting the numbers in since he's been playing as number 10. But in the back of your mind, you still see him as a number six, don't you? Not a 10. And you go Dan Juma all day. But do you think Billing could be a good pick for this game week? Yeah, see where you're coming from. So Billing 6.4. So he's not a bargain. And when you're looking mm. at Tanjiro at 6.8, it's pretty, you're pretty drawn to that. So looking at the last three games, Billing and Danjuma have both had four returns to Solanke's two. Goal attempts, Danjuma is top with seven and key passes, he's top with seven. But Billing's only a couple behind and he's posting decent numbers. Certainly better ones than Solanke. So for two mil better than Solanke, uh, less than Solanke, it looks like the way to go. Go to double midfield with Danjuma in Billing instead of having Solanke. If you're that way inclined, defender plus two mids looks the right way to go. Yeah, I struggled with the defense. I was looking for a defender two weeks ago, but obviously looking ahead to this. And obviously, like we all like to have attacking fullbacks. So I had a look at the fullbacks and I noticed they rotate. Stacey's back now. Yeah. And I just couldn't bring myself to have um, Carter Vickers in my team after watching him play for Stoke last season. I can't have him in my team. So I didn't go there, but I, I'd like Beg- I think Begovic, and especially for them who are on cheapest keepers, I think he is probably the, the best pick in really. Yeah, 100%. I brought him in two, three weeks ago with cheapest keepers in mind and just got unlucky with his big haul this week on the bench. <laughs> so it goes. Plan- planned it for this week, not for the others. So moving on to Coventry, who mentioned they've got Bournemouth and Rotherham. They're going to find it tough against Bournemouth, I think, but Rotherham could be a bit of a free hit. Looking at the last six, who started the most? I'm eyeing up McCallum, who's playing wing-back at five mil. Um, His attacking stats are not brilliant, but he started six out of six. We've got O'Hare and Hamer have started five. Um, and then the man who's returning from injury, Godden, started two, and he's posted some really good numbers in that. Um, one thing to note is the wing-back McCallum at five mil is taking corners um, ahead of Hamer, which is interesting. I thought he was a bit of a dead ball 
and creative specialist. So if we look at the last three games, um, Gordon's way out in, in front. He started two after his injury, got a goal from a penalty, but he's had six shots, uh, which is decent, three shots a game. I wish it was someone else doubling. From no. Team. We want as many doublers in as we can, we all do, but they are probably the, the one team that I definitely don't want none from. Are you in the same boat? I'm not looking there. If I was overhauling in 11 players that were going to play the double, I'd be looking at McCallum probably. Um, O'Hare's got posted in decent numbers, but yeah, you're right. You don't want to be wasting an attacking spot, moving out, say, I don't know who your third striker is, Zhao. Yeah. to Gordon. That's just a bit too far in it, really. Yeah, because I like, for me, I haven't really got to look at the fixtures after the double because I'm overhauling mm. where people are going to be goal fest, you know, jeepers keepers. So they, they're not going to want any of them. I mean, it's a shame because I like Hamer in Awareness players. I think yeah. if Coventry did go down, they'd get a decent move in the championship, I think. Um, but yeah, I can't I can't see myself giving anyone from Coventry, even as a one week punt. It's yeah. not for me. Yeah, I mean their remaining games, they've only got Huddersfield are in the bottom half, so they're gonna find it tough. And you're you're then stuck with a Coventry player, certainly if it's in your three striker spots, it's not gonna be pretty. Mm-hmm. Um so we'll probably park them. Yeah. It gets worse before it gets better. We're going to Huddersfield after their absolute shit. Yeah, the, actually, Coventry aren't the only team I wouldn't look at. I forgot about Huddersfield. Let's see what <laughs> you've managed to get up for Huddersfield. Can you tell anybody? Picked, I've got all the good ones here. So, in terms of last six games, if we're looking for sure starters, we've got Fraser Campbell, who started five. Pip has started five. O'Brien has started six. Um, and Duhaney's picked up three out of his last three as a wing back. So these lot rotate like crazy. And some, you know, is it Holmes and O'Brien? They're rotating in the front three and the middle four. It's it's just it's pretty ugly, and it looks like they're de- desperate. Yeah, it was ugly before the Norwich game. Then, if you've watched that game, Norwich in Uddersfield, you're not going to go there, are you? It's all the they could be in trouble with this field, I think. Aye, 100%. They're, they're not brilliant. <laughs> not brilliant, that's for sure. Shall we leave them then? Because I think it's safe to say we're not going to go Coventry or Huddersfield, are we? Uh, 100%. Even I struggle to find any last three game stats for these lot. They're really worth struggling. <laughs> Who've you got next then? We've got QPR. Where it becomes a bit more interesting, Chef Wed and Rotherham. First thing to note is we know Austin has been charged potentially with uh, violent conduct, wasn't it? So yeah. that could scupper our plans. And we should find out what we got. A couple of days. We've got a couple of days for the deadline. I hopefully think find out. Chris Hermitage, if nobody follows him, give him a follow. He's a QPR fan and he um basically gives us all the QPR info, doesn't he? Um, he said they've got till tomorrow to appeal that. Mm-hmm. If he does get banned, that is going to hurt a lot of people because 
they brought Austin in for this game week, haven't they? And you've now then got get rid. And the last thing you want to be doing is selling people who've got a double. And so it's quite frustrating for a lot of people that. Yeah, I've held him for far too long just because of this. So he's kicking me right in the nuts here. Yeah. Um, and we know historically speaking, if you've charged with it, you're generally guilty before they, you know, they're going to hammer you. Um, but we'll look at him anyway. Yeah, go on. We'll look at him anyway. Um, so we know he's had he scored six goals, and, and I think one of the questions when he came in in Jan was, "Will he make that ten goal number?" So he's, he's hovering, but he's struggled of late. Two point nine shots per ninety, which is pretty good. Um, it's higher than any of the other players I've been looking at. It's equal to Solanke, so he is posting the numbers, but he's seven point five mil, and you want to risk. We are at risk if he is banned. You know, that's just plain and clear. I think he's been unlucky as well. Some of the numbers won't show. Obviously, it shows the chances, but when you actually look at the chances he's had, he's been quite unlucky. He's getting himself in mm. good positions. Um, so I think he has been a bit unlucky. And I think, it, like yourself, owners, you have been unlucky with him. Because I kind of regretted not getting him. But I'd already made my bed, so I had to lie in it. And I've, you know, it hasn't hurt me too much. But I think if you have owned him, you should feel quite unlucky with it, really. He's, he looks all right. Yeah, I've benefited quite a few returns from him. And he's been fun to own. You know what you're getting. But I've become frustrated. He plays very deep. And he gets hauled off because he's, you know, flagging. So there are quite a few negatives. Even if he had these double game weeks, is he going to make more than 120? Minutes, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm I'm raring to get rid of him if you can can't tell. <laughs> Who else you got for QPR? Chair's the main man. Um one goal in his last three, five shots, which was equal to Austin, and but four key passes, which is equal to the other man that we can talk about week on week is Wallace. He is definitely over achieving with his two assists in the last three. But owners are thankful for it nonetheless. Yeah. I looked at elsewhere, people like uh, Kane at right wing back, and he's gone off the radar now. You're not getting security starts because Kakai's in. Cameron is no longer playing in, in the back three. Ball's no longer playing in midfield as a defender. So options are pretty limited to those, really. You've so got your DM if you're on cheapest keepers, though. Dieng, yeah, I was going to say, he obviously missed the game after the international break, but apparently that was down to having an eight and a half hour flight. He then came back in um, on Monday. Do you think it's the same three, four players that we've been seeing for the last few weeks? Dieng, Wallace, Chair and Austin. It's them four. Oh. Obviously, Austin. Yeah, I think, why would you go against them? They're not going to be highly owned. That's why I'm looking at as... Yeah, because I've got them three. I've clever. got Cher, Wallace and Dieng. Um, so I'm going to... Am I playing? Yes, Dieng's going to be my keeper because I've got Stockdale. So I'll be starting all three this week. So I'm hoping to get some returns from them. Chair's a weird one for me because I, I benched him for his goal. Um, and when I watch him, I, I don't feel like he's going to score, but he does put numbers up, doesn't he? Mm. Yes. He's got great numbers on underlying 
underlying stats. Um, almost as many shots per 90 as Austin. Two key passes a game. He's, he's, he's right up there with his chances created. If you hadn't got any QPR right now and you wanted to bring one in for this game week, who would be the one out of them that you choose from stats? Chair. I'd be going chair. Chair. Interesting. Who have you got next? Those are me four. We finished off. Have you had four already? We skipped off Huddersfield. (laughs) Yeah. Right then. We'll get to get into them. A game week 41, free at team, using only the teams that double or triple in Rotherham's case. What we'll do is, because I know some are on Jeepers Keepers, we'll choose two goalkeepers, four defenders, four midfielders and three forwards. No budgets. And see what see if we can come to an agreement on the best eleven. So goalkeepers, I think Begovic definitely. Are you in agreement with that? Yeah. And who would be your second choice if you had a free yes? Not who you got now. But... I called it weeks and weeks ago. Begovic and Johansson are cheapest keepers. So I think I still stand by it. I think they're the best two. I think you. If you're on Jeepers Keepers, Johansson's got... a bit crap otherwise. Yeah. If you're on Jeepers Keepers, Johansson definitely, because like we said, you've got three opportunities there for saves, plus the bonus of clean sheets. So if he's averaging, what is it, 2.1 saves per game, if he does that for you, if he makes two saves, that's six saves in total, and he's bound to keep at least one or two half clean sheets, yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. You can't not go in on a Jeepers Keepers. If I just like, I'd, if it's just a normal game week, like double game yeah. week, um, and there's no Jeepers Keepers involved, I think Begovic is your best option. And, oh, I don't know. I think without Borgit, oh, no, Woodman, not in Swansea's form. It would you say is the best one other than that? I'm just getting the fixture. I was looking at Dieng, but then Chef Wade's form is a bit worrying. Um, Rotherham should be getting close to a should get at least half a clean sheet out of that. Yeah, I think I think yeah, you went and bag of it. We'll have it there. Then. Four defenders just from Dublin. So are we having Conor Roberts? Yeah, fine. I'm happy with that. Yeah, we've got Neil and Dallas so there as well. We're not we wouldn't double, Wallace. would we? I'm not doubling up. I'm sick to death of him. Swansea this year. Yeah, we need three more then. Who we have in? Do you reckon we're going I to like play? Wallace. Wallace, yeah. He's Great for attacking. So Wallace and Roberts, definitely. Shall we? We've got Begovic in, but shall we double up and have a Bournemouth in there, Coventry and Huddersfields? Why not? Yeah, Why not? No, no, no. Because no. I want two attackers. I've already got a defender. What do you reckon? Right. Okay. Where are we going then? Because I'm not going all the fields. Absolutely not. QPR, we've got Wallace. We don't want one more. Are we going to have a Rotherham in there for the triple? I want a Rotherham. Definitely want a... Definitely. Are we having Harding or Iakoe? <laughs> I wish I could say his name. I'm a sucker for a fullback or a wingback, but you pick where are you sitting on it? You've done the I've, research. I've got go Ayakwe, whatever his name is, because 
I've put him down as my most nailed, so I've got to have him in for that. Done. So, M, Wallace, Roberts, and one more. God, it's a tough pick, actually, now looking at the teams. We're going to have to double up somewhere. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Bournemouth, um... Yeah, agree. Um, are we playing safe with a Carter Vickers or are we going to gamble on one of the fullbacks? Stacey, Rico, Kelly? O'Neill's Kelly. I, I, I seem to see him every week playing, but I haven't looked at the detail. Um, I'll have a look now. I'm not too sure. To be honest, he's not inspiring. Two or so weeks. So the Blackburn game, it was Cali at left back. Cook and Cameron yeah, yeah, and really Carter cool. Vickers are nailed, but it's Smith and Stacey and then Rico and Kelly. I think they rotate too much. I'd play yeah, safe with I Carter agree. Vickers or Cook. Yeah, fine. I would Cook not with... captain. Yeah. And you know he's definitely going to play because I think Metham's back, so you never know if he could get a game. He's probably better than Carter Vickers as well. Shall we say Coop just to get someone in there? Happy days, yeah. Let's do it. So, Roberts, Wallace, the guy I can't say, and um, Cook. Midfield, then four. Who is your Bournemouth? Are we having Dan Juma? Oh, I've done Juma, haven't you? Uh, We're not in the business of looking for differentials. He's got it all. Yeah, get him in, definitely. And I think we get Crooks in for... Rotherham is the only nailed midfielder there. Yeah. Just play safe with him. We've got a triple there, so we need two more. We're not looking at Coventry yeah. or Huddersfield, so we're looking at chair, QPR. Definitely. And then we've got either Connor Hurahan, we're going to go him over low, aren't we? Hurahan or a Windass or Patterson. Shall we go Hurahan? Yeah, all day. Yeah, get him in there because we don't want IU. So we can use a Swansea midfield there then. So that is, we went for that quite quick. Chair, Dan Juma, Hurahan and Crook midfield, yeah? Crooks? Nice, yeah. Right, three strikers. Um, what have we had? We've had triple Bournemouth, so they're out. Can't use Bournemouth. They're out the pitch here. We've got double QPR, so we could have Austin in, but Let's go with the thinking he's going to be suspended. Makes it a bit more tougher for us. You're making this difficult, yeah. Let's get a Rotherham in. We'll go with Smith or Dapo. Haven't we? Well, uh, I don't know. Don't mind. I think they're both going to get two points. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to, because I put him in, I'm going to say Ladapo is going to outscore yeah. Smith as a differential. So we've got him in. So he's up front. So we've got a choice between Are you and Whitney, Jordan. Jordan Rhodes. Yeah. yeah. Um oh, just the old fucking hell, that's it. You've killed oh. us with Austin being suspended. Yes, Matt Gordon is the only choice you've got left. So it's basically Are you Whitaker and Jordan Rhodes? Yeah, that's it, really, unless you want Fraser Hooking Campbell. So shall we go Rhodes? And then one of Ayo mm-hmm. Whitaker. Talisman, go for it. Go Rhodes and Ayo. Yeah, it's pretty strong. Nice. So, 
listeners, our free it team for 41. Oh, God, I've got to try to remember. I, I should have wrote this down as we're doing it, really, but I've just done it off the top of my head. So, goalkeepers, Begovic and Johansson, especially if you're playing cheapest keepers. Defence, Connor Roberts, Lee Wallace, um, the guy from Rotherham, I can't say, Iakwe. Oh, I think that was quite good, actually, that time. Um, Steve Cook at Bournemouth, just because he's nailed. And who was the other one? That was your four. You've done four. Oh, four, yeah, I'm trying to do five. Um, Midfield four, Dan Juma, chair. Connor Hurahan and Matt Crooks up no. front. Andre Ayew, Jordan Rhodes, and Ladapo, or you could Ladapo. have Smith, but we can go Ladapo. So that was courtesy of Angus. That was one of his questions to put um, 11 together for a free hit. It was quite convenient because I actually did want to do that. So I'm glad he put that question in. And that does lead us on to the questions, Rob. And Took me by surprise, but we've had quite a lot compared to the last few weeks. So we'll do our best now to get through them. Some are already going to be covered from the doubles that we've done in there. Others we'll get through now. So let me you doubt if I can get them up. I'm doing it on the laptop instead of my phone. Um, I'm going to get them up on my phone because it's easier. Just bear with me, let's just pretend we've gone on a break and I've just put some music in. Right, um, questions. First one, Angus. We've done that, the free hit for 41. Um, Gaffer Fantasy Championship. Um, he's got a question about last week's pod. Um, how big was this Easter balloon and also what is an Easter balloon? So, Rob, my question to you first is I know you've been busy um, bringing your son home. Did you listen to the pod? No. No, fair enough. At least he's I normally honest. do, though. I normally do when I'm yeah. not on. Um, basically, Rob, obviously you decided that you couldn't record. You gain a routine for Whitland in. So I asked Angus on the day we were recording. He happily said, yeah. I then had a shitload of things to do and didn't do no prep whatsoever. I didn't have no notes or nothing for the pod. Um and I was late because I had to go out and get an Easter balloon for the Whitlands. And I don't even know if it is a thing, but basically my missus knows this woman from the school. And she does, she's like a wedding planner or an events planner, something like that. And the Easter balloon is a big, massive bunny's head balloon, but then it's got like a body tied to it with another jumbo balloon. And that's filled with Easter eggs and stuff like that. And it's got feet and all that. It's, it's huge. Um, I'll take a picture actually and put it on Twitter. But yeah, that's what made me late. And it's not something we normally do. Well, we're not fancy or anything like that. <laughs> it's just a random thing we I want to do for the girls. Yes, yeah, so that answers that. Auto reclose as asked. If Norwich get the league wrapped up early, which I think, Rob, I might be wrong, they can win it this weekend, can't they? I think. Radio silence. I don't know whether they can, you know. I Watford, swear somebody... uh, we picked points up off Watford, didn't we? I yeah, so they can win able it this to week. seal promotion. Ah, okay. Well, the go up. I think that's what he means anyway. So if Norwich get wrapped up, um, you know, they could potentially rotate or, or are they on for any team player record that could cause them to continue play full strength. So basically, do you think they'll give the squad players like the fringe players a go? 
or do you think they're just going to go full whack and just win it in style? That's a worry, like, isn't it? I didn't think of that. Um, I, don't know I think you'll make got record, minor changes. But I think oh, like, Wendy is going to want score or get more assists. Pookie's obviously going to want score goals. Cantwell will. I think they'll all want playing. I think I think they'll be strong to the end. I think like you know they could get the odd one. But my best advice would to be message um, FPL Badger on Twitter. He's our Norwich correspondent. He'll know more. But my impression from the outside, Rob, is I think they'll go full strength and just have the odd bit of rotation. What do you think? Quite a lot of variables, isn't there, this year? That's a thing like last year's congestion. This year it's compressed quite far. Who's got internationals coming up because of the Euros? So there's quite a few things at play. Um, I think he'll personally, I personally think he'll make a couple of changes to that front floor every game. Not, you know, not wholesale changes, but we know there's players like, what was that kid called? If I remember, was it someone got injured that we thought was going to be really good value at five mil? Was it Mar- Must be Dalm, isn't it? Oh, I was going to say Martin. He played Dal is back game. now. So he's looking a bit more nailed. And that's an easy switch and downgrade if you do get rotation. I think Campbell's underwhelmed personally, and I think he will get minutes. So I think if anything, Pookie's probably going to play the through, but Hugo will probably get a few more minutes maybe coming on for Pookie. Adam Eder, he's a young, the Irish lad. I don't know if he's injured or not. I might be wrong, I might be making he's that injured, up. I. But I, I think they'd want to get him some minutes in. I think Buendia is going to be fine. Um, I think maybe Dowell will get minutes. Josh Martin, I think he was the one that we're on about. Aye, that's him. Um, Dowell and Rupp could rotate. Um, Martin Mager. Speakerman have played, yeah, a few minutes. And then the defence, because of the Gibson injury and the Zimmerman, they're going to be playing... Oh, I couldn't say his name last week either. Oh, fuck. I'm a... I can't say it. He's the 18-year-old he played um, centre-back. I think he'll get minutes. And then Nyland may rotate with Crawl, or do you think just leave Crawl in? I don't know. My advice would be FPL Badger. He is the one to know. Um, that's just our opinions from the outside. Me, I think they're going to go full strength. Next question, Rob. Mike Day uh, at Mike D. Bristol. Um, how big are you prepared to gamble as we reach the final stretch? Obviously, taking out Wendy or Pookie being too big, is it just a case of going differential captains when the big players are playing away? So what's your thought after this game week, Rob? We're going into like, the last five game weeks. You're, where are you ranked? 26th? 26, 150 behind you, I think, something like that. So, you, so you're at 100 then off top 10, aren't you? What what's your plan? Are you gonna are you got anything in mind to make that jump to get closer to the top ten? Or are you just gonna play safe and just hope that the big boys come in for you? I'm gonna rightly or wrongly go triple Rotherham. Yeah, and that might actually be more template than it sounds. Um, um to answer his question about what level of risk you want to take, um I've always just gone with who I think is going to be the next best thing. Not uh, At this point in time, it's looking quite easy because Roberts has pretty much got to go after the double. 
in yeah. my opinion. So that's an easy get out. Yeah, he's gone for me. Um, I think the teams are changing quite quickly, really. So I, think... I don't because you don't know ownership. It's not really a risk. You're yeah. just making it up in your head. What we ownership is. What you've got to do is not. Is I think you've got to go for it, Smith. You're trying to chase places. You've got, you've got to go a bit different, but don't go ridiculous like I did. Like Buendia, you know everyone owns him. You know if you don't own him, he's going to absolutely kill you, like he did for me this week. So I think like you Pookie Buendia, and I debate. I really was considering selling Ivan Tony this week for like a Jordan Rhodes mm. as my punk. I'm overalling, and then considering going without. And then I remembered they've got that double in 44. So can you yeah. go without Ivan Tony? No, not really, when they've got that double. Because if, if he goes mad in that double and you haven't got him, it's adios to your rank. So <laughs> don't go stupid. I think Buendia, Tony and Pookie are your main three. But I'd say Cantwell's a differential. And he's done wonders for you this week, Rob, there. The guy who's now top is over to Joel. He had Cantwell, so that was obviously a differential. I think if you can just pick players up like Barry and form who aren't the mainstream players, you could do all right. That would be my advice. Um, yeah, next one, a lot of people's teams are totally different, and the fact that you can't you can't be drawn in by the percentage ownership. You look through other people's teams. I do anyway, and I think, yeah, I'm happy with my team. It's better than that one, sort of thing. Yeah, but it, they'll score more, you know, because it's it's not it's not a game like FBL where we've all got the same players. So that you know, it's great for that. Yeah, definitely. Like this week, I've had a shit one. The week before, I did really well because my punts on Solanke bringing him in. It was for the double, but I just stuck the armband on him. It came off mm-hmm. luckily, but stuff like that, it can swing for you, and then the other way, it can go against you. But yeah, just be sensible, but be risky if that makes sense. Next question, Rob, is from Fantasy Football Collective. So this is um, FPL Thomas and Dronick, who do the Man On podcasts. They do a gaffer segment in there as well, as well as Sky, FPL and Champ Man. Um, They have put, as we come near to the end of your first season as a podcast team, what would you say you've learned along the way and any plans for doing anything differently um, on the pod next season? So I'll answer quick first. In terms of next season, um, we have got plans, um, but we just want to get this season out of the way first. Um, enjoy the Euros, and then we're going to sit down. And we we have got ideas, haven't we? Rob? Which I don't I don't want to give away yet, just in case we can't pull some things off. But we have got exciting plans for next season. Um, but without giving anything away to answer that. I think what I've learned, Rob, is, and I think it might be the same for you, Art, you answering them in, is we've made we've made mistakes and we go and do that, and but we've learned from them. Like as you're all aware, who listen every week, we've changed the format a couple of times, and it's just to, we're just finding our feet and just try and find stuff that's right for us. You know, we're not afraid to try something new and to just say, yeah, actually that didn't work. This is better, or actually that is better. I think learning, um, me personally, I've had to learn how to edit podcasts and stuff like that. We've never done anything. But, yeah, I'm happy with how we're going. What about you, Rob? I tend to agree. Uh, it's good fun. First, we were a bit like um, 
trying to over prepare and it was kind yeah. of it was becoming a bit scripted. So I think the biggest thing we've learned is not to wing it, but to wing it. Get your yeah. facts and stuff around you, but then just let the conversation be organic and flow. Yeah, and I think also the experience learned... of watching the, like the games because I said mm. before, obviously I'm a Stoke fan, you're a Middlesbrough fan. You we watch our own teams, but I'll admit, like the last two seasons, I'll come out the ground after watching Stoke. And my first thing I'd do is go check the Premier League scores and watch Premier League, where this season, you know, I'll watch the Friday night game, I'll watch the early kickoff over Premier League, and then I'll watch an R5 kickoff if we've got one. So just learning more about the league, I think, has helped us. What were you going to say? Yeah, and I think with the with COVID, meaning Premier League's not at three o'clock, it's, you know, three o'clock championship is the main attraction now for the weekend. So it's, it's replaced that. It has, yeah, and I agree. With a lot of us have probably watched it more at like three because of Premier League putting like Burnley West Brom on, which Palace is something you've got no interest in. But I, I generally do mean it when I say I actually do prefer watching the Championship. So next season, when if we all get back to normal, I'll be like getting back Stoke. I'll have more of an interest on the opposition, but then I'll have more of interest again in watching the highlights. And stuff like that. I really enjoy it. Um, but yes, so from what we've learned, I think experience on that, we've learned what works for us to, like you said, not over preparing to be script and just coming natural, just having natural chats. And I think that's what people like about the pod. And yeah, um, in pre season, I'd probably say the only one thing I can reveal what we will do in pre season is. Me and Rob are going to do a beginner's guide to Gaffey. That's going to be more to, for the new players, not for you or less than every week, just to attract more players for the game because that's what we want, more people playing. We're then going to do with um, Angus and Dan Ashby. Is I don't know if it will be in two or three parts or whatever, but we'll do um, team reviews, like who are the best picks, stuff like that. Just like Rob will look through the numbers, Dan likes his stats as well. Me and Angus will look through our eye tests and we'll just put a good gaffer guide for everybody um, before game week one. So, yeah, that will come. Um, next question, Rob. FPL Taxi has put, is a red arrow on 99 points a record? I don't know, but it's harsh. Must be. Maybe it was the one place that I took over, perhaps, with my one point, my gain of 100. One spot from 111 points. It shows how tight it was this week. Like a lot of high scores, but it's because it's come from your Buendias and Pookies, aren't it? So it might look like you've got an amazing score, but you've probably matched everybody. And then people have gained yeah, a little bit yeah. more on like your Cantwells. Because it's it, obviously 7,500 is a good amount of people playing, but where the gaps in between those are, so, are getting so big now. Mm. It's getting hard to go up and hard to go down. So I think he's been definitely unlucky with a 99. Yeah, it's that is that is unlucky. Um, FPL Swan has put what's the best chip to play next game week? So boost would I'd say cheapest keepers. If if I had it, I'd play it. Would you agree? Yeah, you looked at a weird days as well, didn't you? Previously, um, yes, I did actually for this week. I forgot about that. And I guess the only benefit to away days is in the double is the Swansea double. Yeah. Because, of course, when you're 
you're only getting one extra player, if that makes sense, from an away plus a yeah. home double. It doesn't actually gain you anything. It's got to be cheapest keepers, Antibo. Um, what's your thought on Goldfest? Because I know there's going, to, there's going to be quite a few using that who've already used cheapest keepers. I personally, because of the teams that are doubling, I don't like, like, you know, I wouldn't be expecting too much. I'm not saying that, you know, it's not going to happen. I know Kyle Stoke Gaffey, he should have played Goldfest in game week 40 and forgot to activate it. And he ended up with seven goals in his team. So that's 35 points. So you'd take that all day, wouldn't you, seven? Absolutely, yeah. Four or five, I've been saying, was, was a decent result. Um, Like you say, it's not that exciting in terms of fixtures. But if it's your last boost and you want to play it, it's the best game week because you've got more games chances. Yeah, of course, the doubles. Yeah, you've got a double chance, haven't you? I mean, I think I would, I was very close to playing it. I've just decided to go yeah. something different with the overall. But I think it makes sense to go goal first. But I'd say cheapest keepers for that one, FPL Swan. Um, Amri Batman, Joe, Watford correspondent, you've put best midfield options for the double other than Dan Juma and Chair. So we kind of covered that, haven't we, really, um, with our free hit team and talking about the other teams. I think getting Crooks in there for, for Rotherham for that triple, that'd be a good idea. Um, Billing could be an outside chance, but yeah, we've covered that yeah. one. Um, Billy Hadway, He's put chances of you, Anson, getting dropped after the Wickham defeat. So we spoke about this off air. I put in the group chat to ever miss something. Um, and it's mainly because of the howler. But we're in agreement that it would be um, strange, let's say, to change the team considering the form that they're in. It's not ideal for Blackman just to come in with the pressure that they're under to get results as it's yeah, and I mentioned in the group chat earlier, he's he's only missed one game since the 2nd of Feb, so and that was with the COVID, so all we can go on is the facts, and the facts are that he's played 90% of the games. Definitely. Um, Sean Linus, or Linus, I think it's Linus, um, he's feared overall, and I think Gaff should kick him out. He's put his Buendia essential, obviously a dig at me, the bastards. Um Yes, he is at the moment, and I'm an idiot for getting rid. I basically helped Sean to cement a third place finish because he's just gone away from me a bit. So, yeah, thanks for that, Sean. Um, FPL Beery is put target Bristol City time. So, he's our Bristol City correspondent. He's new, he's joined our group in the last few weeks. Um, he's put Pearson's Hinty to playing kids for the rest of the season, or basically anyone who gives a shit. Um, will ship bucket loads. I think, yeah, he's right. They're really, really poor, Bristol City. They were bad against us, and we're bad away. Um, yeah, I think we could start targeting them. Do you think, Rob? Yeah, but people are not going to... I mean, I, I'm not going to advise you to buy a Nottingham Forest, Chef Wed, Wickham, Luton players against them. So, if you've got them, yes, play them and target them, uh, maybe captain, but that's a good point. Go that far. Looking at them games now, not far east. Probably not going to have Sheffield Wednesday on an overall. Wickham, I won't have. Luton, I won't have. Millwall, you're probably with Malone. Um, and maybe some have got Jed Wallace. And then Brentford at the end, which the game could mean nothing by then. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, actually, that's a very good point. Um, have we got any more? Uh, Angus McPhail with another question. He's going to get blocked. Who is Champ Express selling this week so I can make sure I have them? On call for that, isn't it, Rob? Someone's got to be the butt of the, butt of the jokes having this, so why not? Yeah, Amri Batman, Joe with another one thoughts on Buendia, them two can get lost. Um, <laughs> Joe's our Watford correspondent and Watford look like they're going up, so good riddance, get rid of Joe. Um, God, <laughs> this was a question, I'm just trying to find them. FPL Taxi's asked another one as well. Cheeky Bastard asking two. Um, any Rotherham worth bringing in for one week, even with three games? I can't see it being worth a transfer. Um, yeah, I think Crooks, if you want to take a gamble on Smith or Dapo at top, I personally wouldn't bring in a defender. I'd be happy with just Crooks. What about you, Rob? But you're, you're thinking of three, so let's see it from your side. I'm going mad. I've got... Well, this is going to give away this next segment, I think, where we talk about our own teams. But Johansson on Jeepers Keepers, got to be, because I've already activated it. I think Harden could do the business. Three half clean cheats in there, maybe. And Crooks or Daniel. And if everyone's going Crooks, I might just go Daniel because of the set pieces. Nice little differential as well. Justin Sargent has asked a question we've covered as well. He's put, if you had to buy a Rotherham defender for their triple, who would you go for? And don't say none of them. So we'll just go from the first segment I did there, Justin. Um, the guy I struggled to say all podcast, I'm not going to try it again at 4.5. If you want to save the money, go for the Captain Wood. You'll be nailed for 3.9 million. Um, I think that's all the questions. Oh, no, one more. FPL differentials. Who to captain and vice captain, please? I'm struggling heavily. Um, have you seen this question, Rob? Can you see the team? So for the listeners, actually, I'll read it out. So up front, you've got Austin, Ayu and Puki. Um, Obviously, Austin might be a problem for him. Midfield is Crooks, Dan Juma, Lowe and Chair. So for me, captaining, I'd I'd go Dan Juma captain, Crooks vice captain. Look Look at them seven. Depending though, if you replace Austin with another striker, um, if you brought, are you going to bring in a Rhodes or a, you've got Tubo Masalanki, maybe? Yeah. Who would you go for there, Rob? Yeah, they're good moves. Um, I'd be tempted to go the other way around, maybe Crooks based on the three fixtures. Yeah. But definitely something on Dan Yeah. So that answers that, and that is the questions answered. Um, thank you very much for sending them all in. I was quite surprised because the last few weeks, none of you have bothered. Uh, so, yeah, that was nice. Um, last bit then before we leave you all. Um, our Game Week 41 plans and Rob. So, Booth, we know you're using GPS Keepers. So that is a Johansson and Begovic. Are you making any transfers? Uh, making three minus four. Okay. For I'm getting Johansson, Harding, and Daniel or Crooks for minus four. Yeah. Who's going out? Good question. Um, the main man who I've backed for ages, Backman, is gone oh. for Johansson. Yeah. Malone is gone because I can't see myself playing him 
until very late in the season. Yeah. And whichever Murphy is at Cardiff at 4.1, Josh Murphy, I think it is, he's just been my cheap enabler. Oh, I can never remember. He's going up. Yeah. Yeah, he's good moving moves. To a rather a mid. I've got the, I think I've got one free transfer. So, yeah, I have. So, I'll be using that. And I'm going to get rid. I mean, I'm going to use the one because I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. I've got seven doublers now, so I'm going to make it eight. Um, I'm either going to get rid of Nick Powell, but he's against Birmingham, or don't forget, listeners, I'm just I'm on an overall in 42, so this is just a one-week punt. I might get rid of Tony. It's Tony or Powell this week, and it's either going to be Jordan Rhodes or Windass slash Patterson coming in for me. Sheffield Wednesday I'm going for. And my captain, because obviously I'm not playing a boost, it's got to be a doubler. It's Dan Juma or Slanky. From recent weeks, it's got to be Dan Juma and Ibe Slanky. Um, but I want to go a yeah. bit differential, but I don't want to go stupid. It's probably going to be Dan Juma captain, Crooks vice captain. So the advice I gave, FPL differentials, they will be my moves, I think, this week. Um if I change my mind, you know, I'll put it on Twitter. So, just a bit of housekeeping. I always get this wrong. I should check it before. So, deadline is Friday, the 9th of April. We've got Watford and Reading at court to wait. So, God, I'm terrible when you have to do an hour and a half for my maths. So, it's quarter past six kickoff. No, quarter past six deadline, Friday, UK time. Um, press conference news. I will get it out Friday. It will be close to deadline because I'll be at work. I've got to come back, wait for the press conference to finish and then get all the information. But don't make your moves until then because obviously we've got news on Charlie Austin tomorrow, maybe, that we'll get. So don't make your moves. I'll get them out. Um, Yeah, we will be back at the weekend, won't we, Rob, then? Absolutely, hopefully with some monster scores. With it being the double, I'm just looking. We've got Friday, Saturday. Doesn't finish till Thursday, though. Oh, that's rubbish, isn't it? When does 42, though? Saturday the 17th. Oh, literally, like, two days later. We'll see what we can do. If we can get one in halfway through this double and then get one out at the end before game 42 on the Saturday. They're all three o'clock kickoff, so we've got We've never gone off one deadline, so we could do something on that Thursday night. People got listen, chance listen. Right, I'll stop rambling with my plans, something we could talk about <laughs> offline. Um, we've kept you long enough. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope it's, this has been useful for you and you have a good game week 41. Um, see you next time. Thank you very much.